Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girl talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's Let's Talk Basic podcast. Um, We are, again, still doing virtual um, podcasting. Yeah, it's going to be like this for a while. I think I'm getting used to it. So Um, so in in isolation, obviously, we've been binging a lot of Netflix show. And even though I really didn't want to watch this one, um, it just kept popping up on my screen saying that it was like uh, trending. It was like, um, the, like, I don't know, the, the most like popular in Canada right now. And of course, we're talking about Tiger King <laughs> today. Both of us have now finished the entire series. It took me two days uh, to finish and I couldn't stop. I was dreaming about it at night. The first night after binging it a, um, a couple of episodes, I was dreaming about it. And I I couldn't wait to get up the next day to find out what happened. So um, I still wake Joe up. Has, I, still, I still wake up and like sing the song to myself where it's like, I saw a tiger. Tiger saw the man. <laughs> cheesy videos that oh i love those videos i feel like you would like where he like stare like he's like sitting on like the porch or something looking out on the roof yeah there was this um so there's like a great video of that like i saw tiger song and he's like in a cornfield strumming his guitar and his hands aren't even moving like you know he's not <laughs> playing the guitar <laughs> It's oh so cheesy. I love it. <laughs> Why do you think this series was so enticing to everyone? Like, everyone has now, I'm pretty sure, either watched it or have watched it twice now. So why do you think it's, like, I don't know why I'm so fascinated about it. I think it's maybe a combination of the person. <laughs> Um, that are involved and then like how ridiculous I feel like every single episode when you feel like it's like already super ridiculous it surprises you again okay so like I've been hearing about this like Tiger King series for so long and I I thought it was just about like I don't know people who own tigers like people who like those magicians that own tigers and things like that and then I started watching and it was it was like a murder mystery. It was like crime. I was like, it just took me by surprise in every episode. It was just adds more and more to it. And you're like, what? <laughs> it was so shocking. <laughs> so I think that's, that aspect of it was what kept me engaged. And like, it was so intriguing because every episode, you just don't know what's, what they're going to throw at you. And I love how, like, they're talking about this rivalry between Carol Baskins and Joe Exotic. And it, you think that it's just, like, this crazy, like, rivalry. And then suddenly they throw in, like, her husband, like, getting murdered. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I think throughout the show, I was trying to figure out 
um, who was good and who was bad. Yeah. I was struggling. So like in the first episode, I'm like, oh, Carol seems amazing. She's built this sanctuary for these tigers. And what a great person she is. She's so carefree, very zen. And then Joe is just crazy. And then you, you know, you get into the storyline and then I switch and then it kind of goes back and forth. And then they keep adding these new people and (laughs) confused. But this whole thing, after it's all said and done, I'm, I think all of them are just crazy. Yeah. I don't think there's any like sane person in there, but okay. Vanessa. Who do you think, or what do you think happened to Carol Baskin's husband? That's like the million dollar question that everyone is trying uh, to find out. In fact, I think the case is open again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so after they released um, the series, I believe the county opened that case again. Because to this day, they still have not found body or any evidence that this person has been murdered killed or it just kind of he just kind of disappeared my theory is that he just went to costa rica why do you think that because did they not say that um he had a family there where he was he was constantly going back and forth to costa rica he wanted to actually build a sanctuary um, in Costa Rica, and I feel like his family members, like you know the the ex-wife and the daughters and whatnot, um, did say that he probably had another family or a woman there that he was hiding, and so um, he probably knew that Carol was Cray, and probably you know had had inkling that she might have she might want to kill him, and he just freaking dipped to Costa Rica, changed his identity, um, and is probably living on an island watching this series, laughing at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. I, I, For some reason, I feel like he might be alive, but I do think that Carol knows more than she, what she has told us on in the series. That's, oh, yeah. that's what I, yeah. I think she killed him. You think so? Do you think she fed him to the tigers? I don't know how she did it. It could be to the tigers, honestly, for like all we know, because realistically, who who is there to say that it isn't the tigers? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like the way she talks about it is just so cold that it's like, yeah. wow, you can't not be involved in this. Like, It's just too heartless. Even, like, in the time that after she killed him, like, um, how cold she was to his family Mm -hmm. and cutting them out, it was was just so scripted, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, it just happened so quickly that it's like, if you were shocked by this, you wouldn't react this quickly, is my theory. Yeah. Yeah, there is, like, a lack of remorse for sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just there, she didn't want to do anything for him. It didn't feel like, cause they didn't even ho- like, they didn't even have like a funeral or a life celebrate, like a celebration yeah. of life for him. Right. Yeah. So I, 
I don't know. There's definitely something psychotic going on in her brain, I feel. Yeah. And how she got um, all the money somehow, like, yeah. there's... And the husband that she's with right now, he's a little bit cuckoo as well. Yeah. And that's also why I think that she must have killed him, because... Like, her husband is also strategic. I think that her husband, like, she married this guy because he's politically connected. He, like, knows the law, like, the legal system. And she needs that. And he's been helping her with her cases. And that's why she married him. Like, I don't think she actually loves him. It's really weird watching them together. I know. It's so gross. (laughs) And even how she got, like, the husband that like is killed or like disappeared into thin air just the way they met though was also kind of bizarre yeah that is weird she picked him up or sorry he picked her up on the street like but that's also what she's that's her side of the story true very true huh i wonder i know um okay what do we think about joe exotic <laughs> honestly i think he i like him <laughs> you like him joe? Yeah. he seems crazy but i feel like he's like a good guy deep inside <laughs> yeah i think he actually probably started off with the best intentions he actually uh you know cared about these animals and wanted to provide um like a good home for them but I feel like I think like anybody money and finances come into play and he wanted to have a petting zoo because like every single tiger that he was holding he's like oh there's five grand here five grand there there's like 10 grand in my hands right now so I feel like once that took over his um, love for the animals and passion for actually caring for these animals and providing a good home for them kind of disappeared and was on the like on the background um but i think out out of this entire series the thing that i find the most interesting and like very very odd is that joe exotic had the ability (laughs) okay to attract two straight men like he turned two (laughs) straight men uh gay right and the funniest thing I think I could not stop laughing was when um, his husband, uh, is it, what was the first husband's name called? Is it John? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, the first husband, yeah. the one that's been with him for the longest with the crooked teeth and whatnot. Yeah. When we found out that he was actually um, impregnated one of the receptionists and has been basically dating this girl for years and has been hooking up with her for years that's when I just died laughing because I was for sure I'm like that guy is in love with Joe and like he's totally gay because the second husband was definitely not gay yeah right so I'm like wow like Joe Exotic had the ability and the and the pull to turn two guys you know, two straight men gay. And I'm like, that's pretty impressive. I feel like, I feel like that part's almost sad because I feel like they're, they didn't talk about this in the story, but it was probably like a lot of drugs, like the drug addiction aspect to it. So I almost feel like that's so sad. Like what 
I heard about that. I was like, oh my gosh, like they needed drugs so badly that they decided to go gay for Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Like he just kept feeding them. Like basically he was a sugar daddy to them, right? He provided a home for them to live in, food for them to eat, drugs, obviously whenever they wanted or needed. And then he kept buying them trucks. Yeah. And these guys had nothing before. Yeah. So it's it's pretty, to me, it's pretty impressive that he yeah. was able to do that. Um, and I I do like the fact that at the very end, um, he found someone that I feel like actually cares for him. Yeah. Which is, is also Dylan? so, I mean, yeah. Dylan? Yeah, Dylan's the last husband. And... I guess they're still together since he's still in jail. They keep in contact. He seems very attached, like talking to someone or on the phone for five times a day and not really having much updates is pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I can't, that that story is so weird to me. Like, I wish they delved into that more because I'm like, how did you go from like online dating for a few days to Mm -hmm. like never leaving him (laughs) I know and I feel like um so I think Joe got engaged or started dating Dylan two weeks after the second husband passed away yeah and that one was that part was really sad how um that one killed himself like just yeah that was so shocking yeah. Oh my gosh. And that that poor guy that had to witness the entire thing. I know. He looks traumatized. How can you erase that from your brain? That's so terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That was heartbreaking to see. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like that's crazy. But that's what I mean. This show is so shocking the entire way through. Okay, who do you think um, killed or who do you think is responsible for um, this plot against Carol Baskins? I think it's a little bit of both. I think Joe just has so much hate for Carol that he maybe started out as like, he might have had like a small reason for hating her, but he just kept egging and egging it on her that like, I feel like he fabricated a lot of the hate and a lot of things that were happening. And I think that he was probably a bit jealous about the fact that she was able to run a facility that is profitable and um, has so many uh, followers on the social media scene. Right. Um, I think the fact that, uh, like, I mean, like, it was very apparent how how much these or how little these people are actually being paid um, on the farms or whatnot. But Carol was able to basically rally together a bunch of people and developed an ambassador system of different colored shirt for these volunteers to dedicate their time to volunteer at their place, right? And Joe was right. He's like, she's saving like thousands and thousands of dollars each year by um, by training these volunteers. And that's a great business and ambassador model. Yeah. Absolutely incredibly um, impressive on her part to develop something that, number one, 
um, see, like, it's almost like, you know, like winning a badge. Yeah. Like, you know, these systems, like, oh, like, there are people on that farm that have volunteered thousands and thousands of hours and have dedicated their time, like, for years, just working at the farm yeah. for her. Yeah. It's really brilliant. Kid. Really, really brilliant. I wonder I if we can do that you. somehow. I, I, I actually don't understand it. Yeah. It's insane. And here Joe is struggling um, to to pay for his people, and they barely get paid to begin with. Yeah. But he has to manipulate people who have nothing, like the two husbands that he found, right? Uh, people who have nothing um, and that are basically on the streets with no family and no home. Those are the people that he brings on to his farm. Yeah. Right. So I think a lot of it was out of jealousy. And the fact that I'm going to say something in Chinese, kind of like, home, like that could, yeah. like it's, he, she just, he can't help it. He just hates her. And then his business partner, and I'm doing air quotes right now because God, what a terrible business partner that Jeff guy is. Um, I think at the beginning, he was facilitating him with all the funds that he thought that he needed. But at the same time, he was basically manipulating Joe and pushing Joe out of his own farm. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like Joe was smarter. Sorry, Jeff was smarter than Joe. And he knew what kind of mind games to play with him to get him to switch the farm to his name and basically have all the assets under his name. So um, I don't think Jeff actually had anything, any kind of feelings towards Carol. It was more like Jeff was just trying to back Joe and try to egg him on to do something. And I think that's what it was. Like to get him out of the picture. Exactly. Like make him like, you know, commit a crime or, you know, do something insane so that everything could just land on him and he could take over the farm, which I mean, eventually he totally did that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I definitely um, want to stay tuned on this case to see what happens because it's still ongoing. Um. I honestly don't, I don't know if Joe could have done it on his own. Like, I don't think he would have been able to get to that point on his own. So I do feel like he was set up. And yes, by uh, Jeff. Yeah, and Jeff and Alan and like the whole gang, like they all were kind of in on it and they probably had a plan. Um, And even all the like the weirdest part is how they record everything. <laughs> oh my god so weird yeah. and i love how they had to there was like two fires um in the entire series and you know for a fact that it was totally planned yeah like someone did it on the farm just to erase all the different records and the different videotapes and whatnot the poor guy who was doing the documentary he was like oh my gosh my entire life was in these was in these stables and then they just took them all down yeah lit it up and that was it that was it his yeah. entire career was done yeah I felt really bad for him <laughs> that must have sucked the people yeah. who did this documentary though like Tiger King they scored <laughs> yeah who knew like 
can you imagine going to Netflix and pitching them this idea? Like I'm going to, or, or even the fil- a filmmaker itself, a documentary like filmmaker, I'm going to follow this insane person yeah. for years. And well, honestly, like, like what a gold mine they've landed on because they were probably probably going in thinking, oh, I'm just going to follow this like really weird guy that takes care of tigers. And then they land on a murder mystery crime scene. <laughs> like that's insane. Like, And on top of all of that, it literally the release date for them could not be any better. What was the release? Oh, with COVID? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they couldn't have planned it, of course, right? But, like, that's a huge score for them. Yeah. Right? Like, everyone is talking about it. There's so many different memes about it. So, I think that person, well, I think they are releasing more footage. So, um, Netflix says that they'll be releasing one last special. <gasps> How exciting. Uh, one episode. Yeah, one last episode that will be coming out shortly to kind of sum this all up. Um, so I'm really excited to see what that is. And it might be um, some footage with, you know, Joe being in jail, um, revealing a couple of things, and maybe we'll see Jeff's new farm. Who knows? How exciting. I can't wait I to see. You also can't forget. So we talked about Carol. We talked about Joe Exotic. We talked about Jeff. But there was one more guy. Oh, um, Doc Antle. Yeah. Is it Doc Anton? Uh, Antle. Yeah, Doc Antle. This guy was the ultimate pimp. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yeah. That was also really weird. (laughs) Oh, that was so weird. So number one, the fact that you know he's like a little off when Joe, um, Joe was like, this is my mentor. This is a guy that I look up to. It's Doc Antle. Yeah. Right? And then I feel so bad when they interviewed that one woman who worked in his farm for years and years. And the way she described it and the thing, the information that she disclosed was extremely disturbing. Yeah. It was basically manipulating young women who didn't have a lot and once you get within his circle so i it's kind of like a Hugh Hefner situation right where he has like multiple girlfriends if you're like you can be like a playboy bunny but if you want to be like the girlfriends then you have to do more and you have to dedicate more of your time to it and the the if you sleep with him then like you get more and you get a house and and it's really disturbing. And it seems like they he literally worked them for 12 hours a day. They had no break. They were constantly working. And then on top of that, to to like to have someone tell you that you were gonna get plastic surgery and breast implants. Yeah, that was horrifying. I- when she said that, I was like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. And the fact that she did it to get some rest like i know oh that was so shocking and i, I like know. i think she described it in the best way she was like that's what happens in a cult isn't it like she yeah. felt like she couldn't leave there was no out for her um and these poor girls too i think there's around like 
I think four to five different women at the same time. And I like the fact that when um, the interviewer was asking him, so how do you split your time with all these different um, women and all these different relationships? Because they all live in different houses. So each girlfriend gets their own house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disclose. So out of everyone, so out of Carol, Joe, and um, Jeff, I really think that number Doc is definitely the most intelligent out of all of them. If you think about it, he's the real winner in all of this because people are talking about how terrible Carol, Joe, and Jeff are, but you don't really see his name kind of um, getting yeah. dragged onto the ground, right? It's It's just like the the woman part that's a little bit disturbing but he's never disclosed anything about his tigers yeah so, uh, i think that's a win for him he was really really good at interviews when he was pro like being asked a question and he knew what kind of answers that like he knew what would get him in trouble and he would just stop there so if you i mean we have nothing to do so if you want to go back and actually look at some of his interviews he was actually being super intelligent in, in the way that he responded yeah I think another aspect too is like looking at who the documentary maker was able to like get for these interviews like mm-hmm. there the fact that there was nobody who was able to speak out other than this one person um also kind of shows like the hold that he has on people and and I think that's also why I like I'm like more supportive of Joe Exotic because he has all these people willing to speak up for him. Whereas I feel like with everybody else, it was kind of like, we don't know that well, or like, like there are people who don't know that person that well, like with Carol Baskin, it was like they're volunteers who like, she said she doesn't even know their names until like really far down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, with like Doc, like nobody, there was like nobody there to really say anything about him other than Joe and um, this girl. And Joe really propped him up. Yeah, until the end. (laughs) When when he's like, I'm going to take him down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's kind of... Yeah, so go on. Well, it's kind of crazy too, because these are still in existence, right? Yeah. They're still, I think the sad part is that I think at the very end where they were showing some of the stats, um, I believe they said that there were 4,000 tigers um, in the world right now, and they have a majority of them. Mm-hmm. They, these people hold the majority of these tigers, and these are animals that are extinct or close to being extinct. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time that I heard of the term, um, but when, I guess, when lions and tigers mate, they become... Ligers? Yeah. I, like, I didn't even, like, I mean, of course, I knew that could happen, but I've I've never, I don't know, I've never seen anything like that. And That's I feel true. like the tigers that they breed there are probably really effed up. That's true. I don't think I've ever seen a liger. No, like I don't yeah. like. I wonder what their behaviors are going to be like, right? And if they have children, wh- what is that? 
Yeah. Right? Like it's, I don't know. And I think that's when animals kind of like get really effed up. Right. When you kind of mix them together like that. So um, I, I don't know, but what do you think about, so bringing up, okay. So we talked about a lot of these different characters. Um, what do you think about the tigers? Like when you were watching the show, number one, I, I don't think I ever knew that things like this existed, but it also makes me um, kind of second guess when I'm going to a zoo and like petting zoos and everything like that. Um, it kind of makes me like stop and think about it a little bit more because I didn't know that animals were being treated that way and um kind of the way that they were brought to where they are because it, it is kind of cute when you're seeing a baby like a cub or a tiger they're extremely cute they're adorable right I think I would want to take a photo of them but I feel like now I would second guess even going to something like that um yeah so I was asking like Ty about that and I was like is that like the Toronto Zoo because they have tigers Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little bit different. I think they take, like, I think they're not breeding the tigers, right? Um right. And I think they're using them more for, like, actually research. They're, they're taking care of them. Like, they're more mandated because they're government instead of privately owned. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Like, I have to look deeper into that. But yeah. something about that is more acceptable than people doing it on their for their own dollar I guess and I guess also I've actually seen um so when I was in Vegas I've actually seen like tigers at the club oh really yeah so I never thought about it before like so when I think it was Jeff who talked about this because he really likes Las Vegas and he has a house there but he has tigers I've seen tigers at clubs like kind of in a cage um where there's like lights kind of shining down on them and it like looks really cool but now that I think about it and after watching this I have a completely different perspective because it's super it's totally not their natural habitat at a club yeah <laughs> it's <so> weird <laughs> it took a while for you to register that but you got there well, like, <laughs> I didn't think about that I was probably really drunk but at the same time I should have known that tigers don't belong in a cage at a club in Las Vegas yeah you know <laughs> what it made me think about was um when I used to go on tinder and you would just see like guy after guy with tigers really is that okay can I ask okay please because this is like something that I've been one like really wanting to ask um so there was a question in the doc series asking um Joe's husband was it the tigers that attracted you to Joe and both of them immediately said absolutely yes so joe yeah are you attracted so if you see a guy on tinder and you see them their first photo is like a guy with a tiger whether it's a big tiger or like a really cute little cub one would you would that entice you to click on it okay so like (laughs) the majority of pictures that I, i used to see like i don't know tinder coffee meets bagel hinge whatever um they're like one uh guys with tigers two 
their like shirtless mirrors washroom selfies. Three, they're fishing, like they're holding a fish. (laughs) And like four, it's like them with their dog. And usually like not a very cute dog. It's like some scruffy, like, I don't know, hound or something. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so those are, like, the four main, like, types of pictures you'll see. And none of them work. <laughs> like, none of them. <laughs> it's, like, immediately once you see one of those pictures, you're, like, next. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I think the gym one really annoys me. Yeah. Like, I, the shirtless, like, selfies. N- like, no. No. I don't know why. I'm just, like, not super into those. It might work for some people. Um, okay, so you would not swipe right on a guy who has a tiger DP? Absolutely not. Okay. But so I do have page. to say, like, I do want a picture now with a tiger. Because, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, you see the pictures of, like, the girls holding the baby tigers, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is adorable. I want one now. (laughs) I feel like I'm the complete opposite now after watching this series. Um, And oh my gosh, this is going to sound really bad. So I have, I was working, I work with a colleague and we were doing Skype video. And at the background, I saw like a cat. Right. And it was just like there. And I was like, oh, is that your cat? And she goes, yeah, it's my cat. I'm like, oh, uh, what's your cat's name? And he goes, um, she goes, Tiger. I was, I could not even hand, like, I could not even hide my face, facial expression. That's like when I really wanted to be like, oh man, I really should not, should have not put this on video. Cause my face was like, ugh. Why? I feel like I offended her. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's cute. I'm just thinking about, tiger king right now and then i'm like really grossed out by it so i have the complete opposite reaction um after watching this i don't think that i would i don't think i'd want to take a photo with it i might take a photo of it but i would be maybe a little bit embarrassed to show a photo i don't know what it is yeah like it feels really wrong now yeah now it feels extra wrong yeah like now you're doing it for like to, to see a reaction I'm just like oh I'm just so like I don't know how I feel about it so for me it's so I guess now like if you're on tinder or whatnot just don't put a tiger photo there because I feel like it automatically gives people yeah it's like a, a strong no now <laughs> it's a strong if it wasn't a no before it's like a strong strong no now so don't do it <laughs> I mean, there's still, like, tigers that are, like, good. <laughs> I don't know if that makes oh, sense. Oh, no, I'm, I'm you sure know, there are, like, but I feel like it's what's a so The feeling that you get associated with the show has, and to be honest, we've talked for, you know, a while now about this show, Tiger King, and really we talked about four people on the show that were completely cray. And it has nothing to do with the tiger itself, but it's what it's these characters that take care of these tigers. And it might also be the people that are drawn to tigers. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be that person (laughs) that is drawn to the tigers. I don't want to be associated with Joe Exotic. Okay. Can we talk about how crazy 
Jeff and his girlfriend Lauren's relationship oh my gosh. is. Like <laughs> when he was talking about the nanny and how like he gets to pick the nanny because she has to be hot. And like Lauren's just like, uh uh-huh, yeah, like, uh-huh. And then asking Lauren um, or telling Lauren that she needs to lose the weight immediately. Yeah. After giving birth to his child. I'm like, that's insane that you are allowing someone to talk to you like that. Yeah. And I feel like, so out of the four people that we talked about, right, the the four kind of tiger kings or tiger queens, whatever you want to call them, they're both, I mean, they're all four of them are very strong, dominant people that in a relationship is the dominant. Right. And I, I find that weird. Like, (sighs) I don't know. It's It's something about that, like, really bothers me. And it leaves like a, I don't know, it really bothers me. And when I was watching this show, a lot of the, these disgusting thoughts would actually creep me out um, when I'm sleeping, but I just can't help but want to continue watching it. It's the weirdest feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it's true. I was like so appalled by everything that I was seeing. And yet I couldn't, it was like a car crash, right? Like, you can't take your eyes away. Um, And I also, like, I'm, like, trying to get into the psyche of these people. Like, I'm trying to understand, like, why are they doing the things that they're doing? Like, why are they like this? So bizarre. Such a different world. I, I, like, I still can't understand it. And, like, honestly, I think also... Like, Oklahoma is probably so different from Toronto and Markham, where we grew up. Like, it just, like, even when he was, um, when Joe Exotic was running to be governor, and he got, like, 13% of the population (laughs) to vote for him, it kills me, like, that there's actually a third of the population or whatever like a good amount of the population voting for him because he he was third place he was third place and you know what the the best part about that one is i love i freaking love joe exotic's campaign manager (laughs) he was awesome to me to me like this guy was obviously the smart one of the smarter ones in that state and he was just like, I want to be a campaign manager so bad that I'm willing to work for whomever. <laughs> and he landed on Joe Exotic and he's like, what did I get myself into? Yeah. This is a terrible idea, but this is what I like went to school for. This is what I want to do. So it was a great experience for him. But wow, like, I can't believe he like, no. I, 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 he probably saw things. And he probably said things that that made him go crazy. Like, Honestly. not how it's supposed to go. And putting your face on condoms and giving them out? <laughs> that's amazing. And apparently it worked. <laughs> Freaking America. Um, this campaign manager, though, like, can we please get him a job? Because to be able to manage somebody like that and still get 
a pretty decent position, like third place in a campaign running. Like, give this boy a job. Yeah. He quit his, he was a manager at Walmart. He was a manager at Walmart. And then he quit that job to become Joe's campaign manager, which I'm sure he didn't make any money at all. I have no idea, but. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Okay. One, I want to like kind of leave with one last thing. Um, One thing that I was maybe a bit disturbed about um, was when they were feeding the cats. So I think the good sanctuaries gave cats like cow thought, like, like cows, like an actual cow and they kill them and then they um, feed them to the tigers. I have no idea how much it costs to actually feed a tiger. Yeah. So that was really interesting. But I also felt really sad when they bought the truckload of almost expired or expired meat from Walmart. And like, there were all different kinds of meat. We saw it right in that truck. It was just a mix of anything and everything. There was pork, chicken, beef, lamb, anything and everything that you could think of. Some of them were frozen. Some of them were not like it was, a, it was just com- a complete jamble or a shamble of like disgusting meat. And they were feeding it to the tiger. So I wonder like how that affects them too. So those were the things that I obviously don't know. And I, I don't even have a pet, so I can't say, um, you know, what's right and what's wrong. But I was, I was really disturbed by that. So that was one. You know what I was disturbed by? The fact that they were feeding these meats to humans, (laughs) like in their pizza shop that they, (laughs) that they created um, to their workers. Like this is, meat that the stores don't even want to sell not even like this is probably past the discount period of the stores selling it and i'm sure hey it's frozen it's still good (laughs) yeah and i'm sure there is like a grace period somewhere in between but like i'm sure sometimes they cross the grace period too and just refreeze them yeah (laughs) give it to joe like i'm not somebody to be above eating food after their expiry date at all yeah but i feel like there's a certain line especially when you're feeding it to other people who are paying for this that you know some kind of ethical um issue there that you probably shouldn't be crossing Ugh, just thinking about that disgusting meat and how they grind it all up. Yeah. To make it a meal is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But that well. also, like, on a sad note, I, that also made me think about how, um, like, the zoo, um, Ripley's Aquarium, Marineland, like, all these places in Canada who that have animals right now, how are they feeding them with no revenue? I don't know, but I, I would imagine that it would that would be their number one priority at this time. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Such a big issue. Anyways, like I was just when they were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, like who's taking care of the animals? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a really, really fun show to binge. 
Definitely. Um, and I feel like I need a new one now. And I know you and a hundred different people have been telling me to watch Crash Landing on You. Yes. So <laughs> maybe I will watch that over my four week, four day holiday that I will have nothing to do. So maybe I'll do that. But um, some of it. So I got Hey You recently. Nice. Um, on the 30 day trial. So I've been watching a lot of junky reality show just to have on the background so that I don't feel alone. <laughs> um, so, but I, I definitely need new recommendations on what to watch. So if you guys have any, definitely send them over. Yeah. Um, Terrace House is back on. So anybody who's yeah. watching Terrace House, the new season is on. I have to watch, get started on that this weekend. Me too. Another one that I feel like I would be interested in is um, how to, something about drug scandal. How, oh, it's called How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think it's a documentary. So that's a really interesting. And I've been binging Ozark as well. I've so heard I'm on that the was good. Second season of it. And, um, it's a bit dark and it's definitely something that you can't just throw on at the background you have to concentrate. So, um, I think after this, I'll be watching like two episodes of that. So yeah. So I have a lot of different shows going on, but nothing as binge worthy as Tiger King where I finished it in two days. So Netflix come out with more. We all need it at this time. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, we we are using um, Disney Plus. Thank you, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been watching all the old um, Disney movies. Like we just watched Mulan the other day oh, and um, Lion King. Yeah. So going through the classics right now. And that's been pretty. Yeah. Oh, we um, and we finally caught up on Mandalorian or we finally watched Mandalorian. So that's what we've been watching. Those are good, but I feel like with Disney Plus, after you finish the classics and the ones that you actually want to watch, you kind of just stop because I don't know. It's hard. Like I've watched like all of like the Finding Nemo, all of Toy Story. I even tried like Boy Meets World, Lizzie McGuire, like those things. But um, it does bring me back to childhood. But at the same time, like I already know everything that's going to happen, so I'm not ex as excited to watch them. Yeah, I was really excited about the Lizzie McGuire remake or the Lizzie McGuire 30 years later or something. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, like, have you heard anything about that? I, I've i seen clips of it. I don't really follow, um, shoot, what's her name? Oh, my Hillary gosh. Hilary Duff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really follow Hillary. Um, <laughs> but... Just on first name basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. And I didn't, like, I, I really liked Lizzie McGuire, but now looking back at it, I'm like, how did I enjoy this? There's like zero plot to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just all about her and Miranda getting to high school fights, his really mean cheerleader, and this weird Gordo guy who's their friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm actually... Have you watched Younger? Uh, I started it. Did you like it? I think... If, 
like it's not something that my boyfriend and I would watch together. If I was alone, I I think I would watch binge more of it. I, right. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I feel like Younger is like the Lizzie McGuire of like our generation now. It's kind of, well, like, I feel like that's what the Lizzie McGuire remake should be like. It has Hilary Duff too. Like, maybe that's why I'm thinking about it. It's just like Hilary Duff has one character and that's what she works with. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have a lot of, um, she, she can only play one type of, she's like a one dimensional actress. Yeah. But um, I saw on her Instagram that she was, like, trying to petition Disney to, like, release Lizzie McGuire so that it could go onto other networks, like Hulu or Hey You, um, because she was, like, on Disney, they can't talk about, like, the non-PG-13 topics Mm. that, like, a 30-year-old would go through. That's true. And um, she was, like, to honor the... Lizzie McGuire show or whatever and like to honor what her viewers want expect out of Lizzie McGuire it wouldn't be fair to like not have that so that was kind of her petition and I thought that was really interesting because I'm like that's really true like to have this character that we kind of grew up with and then to like have her be PG-13 is not going to be realistic Mm -hmm. but I would watch it if it was like real a real life of flash forward 20 years later i agree yeah so i'm curious like how that's going and if they're actually going to release it i doubt it knowing disney it's probably not yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're like we want to keep everything so yeah anyways let us know what you guys think about tiger king um if you've watched it what you think do you agree with us do you have other theories um i haven't read any like fan fiction or any other kind of articles about this like i haven't really delved into it so like maybe there's information that you guys know um that you can add to what's actually happening and yeah let's let's keep talking about it because we had nothing else to do <laughs> yep. To more Tiger King. I think they're there that one episode's gonna come up soon, so we'll definitely do a recap on that as well. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers everyone. everyone. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic Podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic.